Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Alpa Patel. I'm founder and CEO of Spaces. We are a web and mobile platform for inspiring workplace design based in Orange County. Well, we launched about a month and a half ago, and I just brought on a brilliant CTO. Um, we're building nice. out. Our, thank you. And so I have a development team offshore. We're a team of about 10 and uh, have an editorial director based in Houston and uh, have a couple of editors that are helping us create original content. Um, so we launched uh, about a month and a half ago, and we're rolling out a magazine, an online magazine. As For well. spaces. For spaces. Now, I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but it sounds, when you say a team of 10, it sounds like a really big company, but you're actually like self-funded, and probably a lot of people are, are working on uh, the payment of vision and belief in what you're building together, or are they all getting $100,000 a year salaries? Absolutely. They're all behind <laughs> our, our mission. And everybody, absolutely, they're all getting $100,000 a year salaries. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. They're working for the vision, and yeah. um, uh, my offshore development team is uh, funded my, my development partner. So yeah. he's got an equity stake in the company. Nice. And um, my CTO is working, um, you know, working for the vision right now. I mean, that's what it takes. Absolutely. It's a, we're a bootstrap startup. Yeah. Um, we're going at it for the last uh, year and a half, and it's exciting times. We're, we're really excited for the next chapter. What's the vision for Spaces? What is the next chapter? The next chapter is really rolling out our studio to small to mid-sized businesses and helping them transform their spaces yeah. um, with great design and affordable designers yeah. that can. Uh, and a lot of these small business owners, they, they think that they can't afford a designer. I think because, that. Because the like how much is an entry-level designer? Entry-level designer can range anywhere from $75 an hour to $150 an hour for more experience. And you have that on Spaces? I could go find a designer right now? Absolutely. You can search by city, state, zip code. And you can find design firms uh, in the area. Um, and you can uh, interview several of them yeah. and, f you know, get proposals from multiple firms yeah. easily. Yeah. And uh, help you, you know, we help you find the best designer for your budget. And, and like the question that I'm sure everybody asks is how does SpaceEase make money? Is it transaction fees from the designer contracts or? We, we're a legion platform for the designers. Mm. So businesses come to us for the inspiration yeah. that they find on the yeah. plat platform. Yeah. And then they come to our studio with their projects and we introduce them to vetted designers. So we're a right. lead gen for them and we take a percentage of the project cost, three to 5%. Cool. And why LA and not another startup city like San Francisco or New York? Are you from LA? I'm actually from LA area. I'm from Orange County and uh, I managed to put a great team together in Orange County. So, yeah. so here I am. You know what I hear? Orange County is where, where, where all the money's at. <laughs> there, there's a lot of money, but you know what? It's um, uh, not a lot, uh, I think, investment happening in tech. A lot of 
uh, medical devices, yeah. biotech, yeah. has a strong presence there yeah. in Orange County. Hi, I'm Mary Bauer. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Kidderly, where we are disrupting the craft and hobby retail industry with our curated crafting kits. We're based in West Hollywood. I just went to this really a new one that's coming up called um, Crash the Glass. Yeah, I think it's Crash the Glass. Um, I went to this event. She was she's based out of New York, but she's never heard of it. LA. It's brand new. And I went to an event at the Soho House. And then I met this other woman who has this social networking kind of co-working meetup yeah. um, organization called Quilt. And so you can. I just heard about Quilt on this podcast this week. Um, Somebody told me about Quilt. She's amazing. She's amazing. What is this quilt thing? So basically it's these, um, you pay a subscription and you can go and have like these coffee chats in people's homes and it's all women. So the whole idea is like this great networking tool. So it can come from all different walks of life. So you can meet people in tech or not, but there are just really great resources because especially as being an entrepreneur, it can get lonely. You're not in a big office anymore. You're not, right? you know, if you're not in that space. So I do a lot of those events and I've done like the founder meet funder things where they're just, even if you don't get like a pickup from investor, you always meet like these amazing companies and then you're like, oh, let's have coffee. Let's talk. Let's relate. Um, You know, obviously Kevin stuff, Digital LA. Kevin Winston. Yeah. Kevin, his guy. Yeah. His events are always good. Um, And I just started a program that's like a pre-accelerator. Yeah. Called, um, Startup Boost. And so I'm in that right now. And tell us what a pre-accelerator is. I know Stubbs Alderton has one too. Yeah, typically they are. So they don't give you, they don't give you an investment, but they donate their time. So they usually get sponsors to cover like any cost related to the program. And so Startup Boost, we meet on Monday nights and then you have a network of mentors and they help like entrepreneurs. Um, you have to apply to get in the program and they only, I think, picked like eight companies. So yeah. it's pretty cool to get picked for it. And they help you with like crafting your pitch, looking at like your product. Do you have product market fit or not? Like, I mean, we're a little bit further along, so we already have product market fit. Like we have those pieces. So for me, it's really about like re-examining our narrative so that when I go into fundraising, I'm better telling the story about, you know, the awesomeness, the radness that's kiddly. But a lot of the earlier stage companies, they're still trying to get the prototype. They're still trying to launch. They're still trying to like figure out how to speak to investors. What has to go into a pitch deck? What's in my executive summary? And they have a whole program where we have some coursework. We meet with mentors. We practice our pitches with each other. We get feedback. Yeah. And there are tons of those events all over. I mean, like Pasadena Angels hosts like a free one where you can just go and practice your pitch. And I like them because you... A, you always meet so many interesting founders. Right. And I feel that you're always going to learn by, you're always going to find someone who's either maybe a little bit further behind than you or a right. little bit further ahead. Yeah. And there's so much insightful feedback that you could either be helping that person who's behind you or right. that, you know, that other person's paying it forward that will make that intro or just help you with your sanity. Because again, totally. it's a it's a lonely experience. It's a lonely world where 99% of the people that you're around will not at all understand why you're doing what you're doing. This is Brian Sanders with Nextcast, which is a podcast app and platform, and Food Lies, which is a film about nutrition and all the lies that have been told in the past 50 years. And I'm in Venice Beach. 
I'd say just keep trying and keep like following your passion and, and just don't, don't get caught up working for someone else and just throwing in a towel. And I, you know, I've been there uh, off and on over the years. I've had the job where you sit in the cubicle and then I went away from that and then I got back and I'd, I'd say it's always good to have your passions and dreams, but be realistic about them in a way where you have a way to support yourself. So if someone wants to be, you know, a cartoonist, well, at least get a job at a newspaper so you can support yourself along the way. So I guess that's kind of my advice is, is more practical is, is have your passions and then try to make them converge when you can, but learn a bunch of skills along the way until you can realistically pull off your your true passion. I love it. Has there been an LA tech company or talent you've come across lately who's really impressed you? Well, I think what's helped me the best with, with LA tech is sort of the small community in-person nature. So over the years, what I've found the most helpful and I've, is just small meetup groups like the podcast group that you ran and, and then we got to connect yeah. over or um, just an event here at the studio. And just, I just like how LA seems to be very big, but very small. And just that those small, like 10 people, little events are the most beneficial, I think. Yeah, I love, that's my personal <laughs> passion is the small experiential events, like eight to 15 people. Yeah. not It's funny as, as outgoing and extroverted as I seem to be, I I do I, I have um, social anxiety, which doesn't seem like I would, but I do. So when I go to these big things, I have to do sometimes, not every single time, but pretty often I have to do these tricks like, okay, just talk to three people and then you can leave. Like, <laughs> like it's so overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's really good at that. And if they're too good at that, then maybe... There's something wrong with them. Well, <laughs> no, I just joking. think it's like introverted versus extroverted. Yeah, yeah. And what LA Tech event have you, well, you said you you really liked the Los Angeles podcasters meetup and the events we've had at the We Are LA Tech uh, studio. If you want to see events that are going on, you guys in the city, use the We Are LA Tech mobile app. WeAreLATech.com slash app has every single event from every LA Tech organizer. Um, how can people connect with you, Brian? Yeah, so foodlies.org. Um, we're going to be crowdfunding and you can put in your email to and stay up to date there and on Twitter as well, foodlies.org. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of focusing on this film right now, but this uh, next cast is still chugging along on the side and will come to fruition soon. And how can people say hello to you directly? Uh, are you on Twitter, Instagram? Oh or? yeah, tw- yeah, Twitter at Brian's Ventures. Brian's Ventures? Yeah. Can you spell it? B-R-I-A-N-S Ventures. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. 
I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. 